0: I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite lore cast on the Citadel.
1: Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast lore behind the Mass Effect games. Welcome back to the Mass Effect Lorecast. I almost didn't unmute myself. I thought I went deaf. <laughs> I, was I was like, like wait like, a minute.
0: Oh, no, this sound has <laughs> oh. gone from my computer. I was
1: like, that's... Oh, the mute button. All right, welcome back. This is uh, it's it's the 1st of December. We're pushing this episode. We we put it back a week from last week. We were trying to knock out an extra episode. That never happened. But we are here. We are with our patrons to do the end of November patron chat On the 1st of December, and we have a really cool topic. I am super excited about talking about this today with our patrons, and we have some of our patrons joining us. And, of course, I'm Tom. This is Sam. Sam, how's it going, man? It's going
0: well. Yeah, we missed last week. Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving to everyone. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to talk about uh, talk about what we're going to talk about. You want to introduce the topic,
1: or we introduce yeah. the patrons first? Well, or? here here let's let's talk about the topic real quick. Uh, we had multiple topics. Of course, everybody votes, and then this is usually the way this show works. And we came up with this one: What gaming feature from another video game would you want to see in the next Mass Effect? And that got my brain going. And I know our patrons are going to have their opinions, and I'm excited to hear what everyone says. And joining us, I'm just going to read out everybody's names. And then I made a joke about making a sound effect when I hit the live button. You are all going to make the sound of what it sounds like when you push the live button. Uh, We've got Genesis joining us again. Scott, Magister, and Turbo Toboggan. Welcome back to the show, everybody. On the count of three, unmute yourself and tell me what your start stream button would sound like. Three, two, one. Where's the coffee? Where's the coffee? It just talks to you when you hit the button. Nice. Uh welcome back everyone. Who would like to start us off talking about what feature from another video game you would put into the next Mass Effect game? Jen? Hey.
2: Yeah, I, I have an answer to that. And when you said when you hit that go live button, my brain said that go awake button. So like, what's the first thing you say okay. when you wake up when you go alive for the day when
1: you go alive for what's the day? The first yeah, because death is like a little sleep. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, uh, OK, <laughs> it totally makes I totally got the idea of like pushing a live button. Where's the coffee? I kind of got the correlation there. But you're talking about your own go live button. Um, But what's what feature what feature would you add?
2: Oh, okay. So I, in the real world, don't get lost that often. I'm pretty spatially aware. I know how to travel down a road. Logic, it makes sense. I get lost in video games a lot. Uh The roads don't make sense. The maps don't make sense. The fact that it rotates consistently and then I have to pay attention to the little compass thing over there to figure out which way I'm going. I don't like it. What I would like for the next Mass Effect game is a mini map that is always on the screen and that when I click into the map, I can zoom in and zoom back out. Show me the big full picture of everything that is on this level. Even if I haven't uncovered that part of the area yet, that's fine. Fog of War it. That's cool. Mm -hmm. It means that if there's black on the screen, I still need to go that way.
1: Yeah. So would North be pinged at the top all all the time? Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't pivot while you turn. Like some games pivot while you turn. Right. Yeah. So I I have
0: to jump in here because Mass Effect one did have an underutilized map feature that a lot of people just didn't seem to know about. Uh, But it didn't have the undiscovered versus discovered portion.
2: So. I was okay with that one, except for the fact that I couldn't zoom in and zoom out to where I could see either just the area that I was in. So that way I could orient myself like, okay, there's a box standing in front of me or there's a door or there's a storefront. Give me, I I need, I needed both the visual cue of what was on the map and correlating it to what I was seeing in the game in order for me to make sense of which way I needed to go.
0: I mean, that's fair. It
1: was a terrible map. <laughs> it, was, it was awful. <laughs> so, yeah, improved maps. I'm down. So something kind of like uh, like World of Warcraft does this, right? Like you can hit mm-hmm. the big map, you can open a big map, but your little little compass up on the top right side of the screen your little mini map is zoomable. You can zoom right in and you can see, like, am I standing at the thing I'm supposed to be clicking at? You know, like, what, where am I in relation? Am I inside the right building? Which one am I in? Or you can zoom out fairly far and see, like, okay this is kind of a rough area around where I'm at. Um, But games like that don't have as much, uh, I guess, three dimensional space, like Mm -hmm. going up and Mm -hmm. down terraces or in a complex building or, uh, you know, cave systems sometimes. But even those aren't usually as complex. So I would imagine that they would need a feature to kind of help us understand where we are in three dimensional space
2: that is very valid
1: now that that's impossible I, I mean games do this they, they do that kind of thing but i would you know i would imagine that that would be useful or at least like the minimap would know what level you're at and they'd have some sort of you know dividing system for that so anyway that's that's those my thoughts on it what about the rest of you guys what do you guys think improved minimaps turbo uh
3: I would love, I, I would love that because I, I, I am too like June. I, I, I have no sense of direction in video games. I have gotten lost so many times in Starfield lately, inside of the bigger ships, trying to find my way out. And even if you go in that thing, and it gives you that little route, sometimes when you're in ships, I've had that thing not appear that little line that arrows, mm-hmm. and it's like I was like, how do I get out? I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't.
1: You know, what's another that reminds me of something. You know, it's another fun little feature that some mini maps have is a little trail that shows where you came from. And over time, it dissolves like it disappears slowly. So you can tell how long ago you were in what spot and it just it only lingers for like a minute or so. But that helps, too, with orientating yourself, especially in like a really maze like environment. Like, oh, I just came from this section of the maze, but I haven't been over here. Or I haven't been back over here, even though I've seen it. And so now it's revealed on the mini map because it's not not in the fog of war area anymore, but you've gone back through and now you're confused because you're going back backwards again. As long as we're talking about exploration tracking, can we please just make sure
0: the next Mass Effect has an accurate galaxy map tracker? Oh, my God, (laughs) please. This is all I ask.
2: That's, have uh, <laughs> I been to this system before? Have I explored that planet before? Please just put like a little check mark. Yeah. Also, that scroll that uh spell from Elder Scrolls would really help. The one where it's like it'll light your path which way you need to walk.
1: Clairvoyance. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Anybody else have any thoughts on
4: this? Scott? Magister? Magister? I- oh, yeah. I, I definitely would like to have um some form of fog of war uh going on there. Like um playing Baldur's Gate. It has been especially um the first uh first map, like that saved me because that map is so huge and God only knows what um what the different maps of the new locations are gonna look like. If I if I don't have no idea where if I don't know where I haven't gone, I'll probably miss out on so much of the things that they I mean, I already know I'm missing out on so much with Starfield. So um, yeah, So it, it would definitely help to have that um, that bit of you have not gone here yet. Right. I mean, it seems
1: like such a simple thing, but it's extremely beneficial to the player. It, it gives you a lot of information in a very simple way helps you make decisions things like that so totally makes sense. I think that that this is a great recommendation Scott. Do you have something you want to add?
5: Yeah, like I just I'm in replaying Andromeda cuz I'm I got kids so I only get so many games that I have a budget for. Um, but also like, give me some terrain because like in Andromeda, if you remember, they give you like a, an icon for like which way your objective is, but they don't tell you that you can't actually go straight at it because there's a mountain range in the way. And so you're just driving along and then all of a sudden you're like, well shit, like I got to go around this thing now and I've got to go all, you know? And so like, tell me like, Hey, you can't straight at it because you can't actually physically do that in the game, but it doesn't tell you that until you run into it or you actually open the map up and stuff like that. So tell me there's an obstacle.
1: Right. Or like it's above you, it's below you. Like that information too. Always helpful. All right. Any other thoughts? Sammy have any other thoughts on this one?
0: No, that's pretty much it. I mean, like, I think that there's like a difference though, like with exploration tracking. So I think like a galaxy map tracker would work, letting you know what you've done would worked. Um, Improved map would work, but like, I don't think the next Mass Effect should tell you who and who you have not in like a hub and a crowd, who you've talked to and who you haven't. Like, let that be the player exploration part, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel special when I do make a point to talk to every little NPC that I can, and then oh, I found a side quest, you know what I mean? So, if it told me basically, hey, go talk to that NPC, right takes a little bit
1: away from it. Right. Like everyone has a dot over their head and the dot loses its color after you talk to somebody or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. All right. Well, I think this is a good start. Like this is a good recommendation. It seems like one of those things a lot of games should have and some just don't. Who would like to go next? Who's who's ready? Scott?
5: Yeah, I'll go. Um, You know, a lot of games they have like uh, a system where over time as you build up, you know, experience or like things throughout your playing, you can like get perks for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was kind of how it was, um, with the, the gun in mass effect that, uh, I know Sam talked about in one of the episodes where the, you just like f- the, fuck it, you know, and you just blow it <laughs> yeah, in the away. Fuck
0: you gun. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Um, you know, so like, but I, I think there's so much cool tech, in mass effect whether it's the ship you're traveling on or your compatriots where i feel like it'd be cool if throughout a mission you could accrue some a certain amount of points and then be able to call it in for backup like i need an airstrike from my ship or i want to bring in another squad mate to clear you know this path out for me of like this extra enemy like flank them or you know and you have to accrue that you can't just do it all the time So you have to kind of strategically use it. But I think that could be a cool feature because we have so many cool squad mates. And other than the Citadel DLC, we never really get to bring more than two on a mission. So I feel like there's all these cool techs you could use that exist out there. Like we got fighter aircraft we know about and all this stuff. I'm like, let's give us more ability to to utilize those resources in the gameplay.
1: This reminds me of like Modern Warfare. (laughs) You know, when you're like, you're like on a streak. So now you can call it an airstrike or whatever. Like, but no, but like, that sounds that like a, joke. a wild
0: feature.
3: That's, that, <laughs> that sounds like a best joke. Best.
1: But can you imagine, can you imagine like, okay, uh, let's say we have a game where Uh, The environments where you fight the enemies aren't as corridor focused as the previous games You have sometimes environments where it's just kind of a more open area and maybe you're out on the surface of a planet Maybe you're fighting a bunch of I don't know whatever out and an airstrike would make sense because you're out on the surface of the planet You can call up Joker whoever and be like hey, man. We need some air support They just like blow up half the things on the field or whatever like I totally see that or Maybe you picked out gear that isn't optimal for the situation you found yourself in, so you just need them to drop off like a crate with some other weapons and ammo or whatever. You know, or maybe there's a moment where, you know, a bunch of things are coming running at you and they can drop off a like a big turret gun that just implants in the ground for one place. And you can mow down a bunch of guys and, you know, do that video game kind of thing. I could totally see all sorts of different ways you could play this or uh, like Jen posted in chat. Krogan airdrop. (laughs) Just drop Krogan out of the air at everybody. (laughs) Would that would it would it like. Scott, are
0: you thinking like what if they, what if each squad mate had an alt that they could use that incorporated some kind of tech out in the galaxy that w- they just couldn't use otherwise?
5: I mean, maybe. I think that could be cool because if they have a skill, like, I don't know, Garrus gets a better sniper rifle, <laughs> that would be a good one. But um, yeah, like it could be an alt, like something that they have from like their other skills or. You know, just even something that you as the player like, like if you're an Alliance Marine, like we know the Alliance has all these other like ships and fighters and stuff too. like, hey, call Hackett up. You know, he's always floating around like (laughs) he's got to do more than just chat with you on a VidCon. He's got to have somebody else he can call to do something. So,
1: yeah, we're doing all these things for him. What the hell? (laughs) <laughs> or, or like you said, the other companions who are just still on the ship. like right? It's you and two other people, but you've got like a whole team of people up on the ship. that are just kind of like twiddling their thumbs while you go out on this adventure, right? So what if you needed biotic support and you had somebody come down in some transport vehicle and they open up the side door and all of a sudden they're like... <laughs> Tossing enemies out of your way for you, you know, or whatever. And they're like, you got it. Cool. I'm going to go back and play chess with everybody (laughs) and learn whatever, (laughs) whatever you were doing on the ship before you showed up. Or, or what if you had like a, somebody who can hack a machine or something like you're fighting people who are in some sort of vehicle and they show up and they like short circuit the machine and it crashes and you get better shots at it or or whatever. Uh, But yeah, but there's like a resource that you, you accrue from fighting through and then you call in this, like support. That totally makes sense. I feel like that sounds yeah, really and cool. Yeah, I feel
5: like it would be, like, if there was, if they bring back the tier system of, like, casual, normal, hardcore, and, like, insanity, like, this would really probably come in handy on insanity. Yeah. Because you'd be like, alright, I'm stuck. Like, I've done this four times in a row. Like, I gotta get through this level. Like, I can perk my way through it, you know, instead of just like having to just get killed 18 million times so that you can figure out how to get rid of whatever is bothering you.
1: Yeah, you're like fighting a thresher maw and you're like, I need somebody to like come get its attention so I can get some shots in without getting clobbered or whatever. Yeah, totally. What about the rest of you guys? What do you guys think about this? Am I crazy? Because I'm
4: totally with Scott on this. I'm definitely, definitely um, with Scott. I actually think it'd be cool if there was like a combination of Mass Effect three with the um, the readiness system and like um, like a little bit of fallout four, like, imagine if you, um, were to like go to a Krogan world and help them out and now like the minute, like the Minutemen were, or the men, uh, or the, um, brotherhood of steel, you could call in a uh, call in the chopper and uh, they can come in and like do some devastation, like, you a Krogan squad coming through, like, maybe like, the more you help out around the more readiness that you have available to like, just pull on for a future mission or something like that yeah
1: and we'd have to have a krogan equivalent of preston garvey
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> with like a cool batman. hat the hat and everything batman Garrus come up out of nowhere <laughs> and like it would be any any number of things
1: yeah yeah i like it i like it jen do you want to expand on your krogan airdrop idea did you have any other thoughts on that
2: Oh no! I just loved the idea of being able to call up to the ship, and then all of a sudden, like, have a squad of Krogan come out. Krogan airdrop. Uh, Rex talks about it in the Shadow Broker DLC, and then oh, oh when they land on Serkesh. Yep, that's where
1: it was. I mean, it would be badass to have just like. You know, this vehicle could just kind of come down and just and then the door opens and then just like, I don't know, for some reason, you've got like three or four Krogan on your ship with you or something that are just ready, ready to get called in. And they just go, they just one of them starts blasting. One guy runs and starts pushing into like the enemies. And it's just like this, you know, melee mess. That would be amazing.
2: So. I need I need this. I need to see it. I, I don't even even if it's not in the game, I need somebody out there to make a video of <laughs> like every Krogan airdrop that's currently in the game. Just all mashed up right. together.
1: Or they, they all like parachute down or, or I don't know, use some sort of jetpacks or something. Right. They just.
2: They don't <laughs> need to. They just jump. They just jump and land.
1: They just they turn in yeah. like they just roll. They hit the ground and they just roll and then they pop back up. <laughs> Aw, cute little roly-poly <laughs> like Krogans. Really, really dangerous roly-poly Krogans. That would be great. Um, all right. Turbo, do you have any thoughts on this one? You good? No thoughts. No thoughts from Turbo. Sam, any last thoughts?
0: No. I, You know, I was just thinking, and it's kind of tangential, uh, the fact that we had strike teams to command in Andromeda may have been a cool tie-in
1: if we could, like, loop them in to help us sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's close. We're close. We're close to that idea, if you like. It's not beyond reason. Uh, And you could set it up to be only usable in certain situations. Right. Like you're crawling through the caves of this planet. Yeah, you're not getting an airdrop. But you come out on the surface for like the big boss battle and all of a sudden you can pull in something really cool to help you out. Totally makes sense. All right. Well, that's those are our first two suggestions. We've got two more patrons. And before we do that, we're going to go thank the rest of our patrons, including these patrons. And uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I am so excited about our sponsor this week, Marvel Strike Force. I freaking love Message coming in. Patching it through. I am Sovereign, and this cast
4: is mine. I like the sound of that.
1: All right, here we are in the middle of the show. I'm going to try and make this as quick as we can. We have to thank our newest patron Ace Out of Time. Welcome to the Patreon. And we have to shout out our Shepherd tier patrons Kokoshins, Edboy Kirasi and Lieutenant tosino Thank you so much for your support. Thank you to all 62 of our current patrons and everything that you guys have done in order to keep this show going. We couldn't do it without you, so thank you very much. If you would like to go check out all the stuff you can get, patreon.com slash Mass Effect Lorecast is the place to go. You can check out the t-shirt designs, you can look at the different tiers, see all the different things you get for helping to support us. Also, if you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it out, just like these two reviews that came in over the last few weeks. This one is from Sweet Crystal zzz 2099991 I think I said the right amount of nines. Uh, This is cool, five stars. This podcast is so epic. I love it. I recently started listening to podcasts again, and on a hunch, I was like, hey, let's look for my favorite game, and this was the first thing that came up, and I started listening, and then this is all in all caps, and I loved it. These guys are so freaking hilarious and are so well-educated in Mass Effect also. The impression voices get me every time I just crack up. I can't get through an episode without a good laugh. Y'all are amazing hosts and have amazing insights that get me thinking. Thank you. I'm also a huge Mass Effect fan. So y'all gave me insights on my favorite characters. Well, Thank you so much, sweet Crystal. We really do appreciate that. And then this one comes from Justin. That was in the US. This is also from the US. Justin, 20232023. Those are both the years 2023. That's double. Who uh, <laughs> writes, I ha- it had to be you. Someone else might have gotten it wrong. Nice. Uh, Thank you for b- providing fans with an amazing platform to support our shared enthusiasm for one of the best sci-fi universes that have been imagined. Your efforts are greatly appreciated and do not go unnoticed. Just to share a question for you, what would be your favorite soundtrack for Mass Effect? I feel like Sam was just talking about this the other day uh, on what used to be Twitter <clears throat> without question the galaxy map song uncharted charted worlds deserves that recognition from me I leave you with my favorite quote from Mass Effect stand in the ashes of a trillion dead souls and ask the ghosts if honor matters the silence is your answer Javik very nice thank you for taking the time to rate the show and pose the question Sam what's your favorite song I know your favorite song from all of Mass Effect yeah favorite leaving song? earth leaving earth, leaving oh, earth that's by far one. Yeah, 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 I don't I don't listen to the soundtracks like I don't listen to game soundtracks at all Like when I'm doing other stuff, I know a lot of people are like what they're probably like you, you really <laughs> yeah, you don't do what? that No, I mean I enjoy Not the music Skyrims? actually so I enjoy the music uh, From the games when I played it But even then I turn the music volume down because I want more of the environmental sounds and I want less of It feeling like it's trying to manipulate my emotions. Does that make sense? Everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, Tom, you're a psychopath. <laughs> what are you doing? It, it's kind of like, I,
0: I don't know. I, I like turning it on and then doing other things like the, like I like turning it on and driving because then I can like still focus on driving. But I can also just kind of daydream in the back of my head. If that makes yeah, sense.
1: I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, I understand why people enjoy it. It's just not something I do. So, yeah. So I wouldn't even know the names of the song. I can be like, well, the one that sounds kind of like this, I kind of liked. When I played the game, but that's about it. It's not like I go back and listen. But anyway, thank you for taking the time to leave those reviews. Also, thank you for people sharing your Spotify wrapped and like, hey, we're at the top of your list of podcasts and all of that. I love seeing all of that on the discord and on social media. Thank you for sharing that stuff with us. And uh, here's to another year of awesome stuff for maybe next year's wrapped. All right, let's move on with the rest of the show. We've got more stuff to talk about. Here we go.
2: Spit it out. Or are you trying to build suspense? You're so dense, sir.
4: Obviously, I do not know as much about human relationships as I thought.
2: All
3: right, we're back. Magister, Turbo? Turbo's ready. I see a hand up. Turbo? First, Tom, I want to 100% agree with you. I do the exact same thing when I turn the music down. Yes,
1: I want to hear the environment. I want to hear the footsteps of my enemies before I see the white of their eyes. I'd rather
3: have that be an indicator that there's beans on there instead of the music switching from regular music to combat music. It's yep. like... Oh, great. I didn't know someone was sneaking up on me, but now I do. I thought I killed everyone. Because sometimes the games don't have the indicators like, oh, they're like little red dot pop pews on your mini map. Yeah. Sometimes the first thing that happens is it goes, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, what, right. Please, it's what, like what, what
1: chill this? music. It's like, uh, da, da. and then all of a sudden it goes, dun, 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 and then you're like, okay, I'm about to be I fighting. I guess something.
3: there's someone cool. here around the corner I didn't know yeah. about. Yeah. It's, it's the, like, that. I, I would not mind dying to that. It's like, that person was sneaky. It's like, but if I die to them once, I already know it's there. It's like, that makes me feel bad. Like I, I. Right. It's the musical equivalent of like,
1: you enter another hallway and all of a sudden they give you all the ammo in the world. And you're like, mm, there's a boss battle in there, isn't there? <laughs> I know it's about to happen. So Turbo, what would you add to the next Mass Effect game from a different game series?
3: I, I kind of want either base or, management like not not necessarily build your own base but like i want like like your character to take more of a controlling role so not like not like uh like it's not like it'd be hardcore like maybe like football manager or or soccer soccer manager are are you talking more
1: like like a like a fallout settlement kind of thing are you talking more of like an ftl build the manage the ship
3: kind of thing like yes because this this is going to be set after the reaper wars i don't know if it's right after or later on, but I would like to, like, saying like, we got to manage resources right now. We just, and stuff. So I would like to say, like, hey, like, like, like Assassin's Creed, how you had, like, the Black like, Flag, like, I think it was the one where you can control boats and have them go mm-hmm. do stuff and stuff like that. Like, have, like, that, it's a little, it's a little side thing, just helps you get little, maybe more resources, more, maybe more Ezo to upgrade your stuff. But I would like that, or... Or the Fallout ones where you have supply lines in between stuff. So, are you so talking saying of,
0: like a? Yeah, go ahead, Sam. I think we have the same question. Yeah. So, you're saying like a mini game as opposed to like actual gameplay in in world.
3: I don't know, me game. I didn't know what the Fallout one was like Fallout uh, Four, well, where you have you can connect the bases and have like the supply lines. Okay, so
1: but let's let's break this down. So there there's a version of this where you have, let's say, a settlement on a planet, and you just make the settlement. You can build the rooms, the walls. You can build crafting stations. You can build uh, things to refine materials and get them out of the the planet or whatever. You, you can use mining things, all of that. Then there's the equivalent where you have okay, well let's build a network of these kinds of locations or this connection connects back to the Citadel or wherever and now you've got shipping lanes and, and things like that and you've got ships that you can manage. You've got a version of this where you do like in Starfield where you can build a ship but you can have multiple ships and maybe the ships that you're not currently in you can send off on these adventures to go get extra stuff or do things that come back and then give you more supplies. Like how extensive is your version of this?
3: I don't want to be like the first one where you have to actually build a base. Like maybe you say, I want to put a base on that. You pick what you pick. Like you want it to be mining production. So more like 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 mini games,
1: like you go into the map on the Normandy or whatever ship you're on and you go, okay, I'm going to put a a base here. It's going to have a refinery. It's going to have a mining station and I'm going to put another base over here and I'm going to connect
3: them. That kind of thing. Yes. Okay, and got like you it. can send like, uh, and like you can like me. Uh, no, 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 that won't work. No, but yeah, like the, what you said, Tom.
1: Okay, so by putting all these bases around, you then accrue things. You get more yeah, either, either materials, like,
3: like in Mass Effect Three. You got you build up points to saying like, hey, you got a good economy going. Like, right? no, it's just economy. economy you have good resources going. So whenever you go and face the big guy, you're more prepared, right? To, like that, or it just helps you get resources to uh like maybe some of the upgrades for your stuff for you have rare things but you you don't get them a lot in the game unless you make a base and that that base can go and mine and Uh maybe it only gets that rare one every once in a while but since it's constantly mining and you're not doing it you now can more freely use that
1: yeah so okay so this gives me ideas because if we're post reaper war then the galaxy is repairing, right? So maybe you're doing this to reconnect plant, desperate, disparate planets and try to build trade between them. Try to help these different cultures who have been ravaged to kind of get back off, you know, back on their feet. Uh, but then, what if you've also d- like figured out the way to make your own mass relays? So you could, as you travel around the solar, the the galaxy, you can build mass relays closer to certain planets in order to build shipping lanes between them. And then the cultures benefit and those cultures get stronger. So they help with your war effort, like that sort of thing. Am I crazy, Sam? Does this sound nuts?
0: No, no, I think, I think you're accurate in what he's describing. But I also think that that would be a massive undertaking if we want the game to also be The kind of rpg that we want it to be
1: yeah yeah so i mean i I guess there's a simple version of this where you just you have a map and you have resources and you build things and you click them and then you just draw lines and connect them and then over time they give you more resources or maybe it plays into when you talk to this group in the future they're like oh you helped us out because you connected us with you know this trade network or whatever Uh, but then there's a much more dynamic and advanced version of that which would be like kind of its own game all together. Right. Turbo, This
3: game is almost like miles Morales or, uh, the, the, from like, like it's, it's, not like a, it's kind of like a sequel to every game that comes out, but it's technically not like it'd be, it's like own little game. That's like, Hey, what if it's a phone uh, game? What if Yeah, like a a phone game that you could use that would connect to Mass Effect and it would help. Yeah, remember like a
1: decade ago when everyone was like, we're going to release a game and then we're going to have a phone game you could play with that game. But what if it was actually something that was useful and connected back to your main Mass Effect game, but you could just like you could just be connecting things. You could be like placing things, spending your your supplies on building different things on different planets. Jen, you wanted to chime in?
2: I love the idea of a companion app. And Mass Effect has done that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just like email messages and stuff like that. But I would love a full on little game where I could do resource collecting and have it actually ship back to my real game.
1: Yeah. Or even or even go check out planets you haven't been to yet to find out more about them before you decide to go to them in game. Like maybe we've lost Mm. contact with certain worlds, or maybe there's worlds that we never had contact with because they're too far away from these, you know, jumping locations. And so you send out little like probes that tell you, okay, this is what's on this planet. These are the resources. It's populated. These are the people who live there. And then you learn more about the galaxy while on the toilet, basically. (laughs) That could be a thing.
4: What do you what? Magister, what do you think? (laughs) I think this is definitely something that could be even a, um, a main, main plot line of the story. Like, imagine, like you are saying, the fact that they're after the reapers mass relays are down, you have a loss, a lot of little sheep scattered around the universe. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe the new shepherd can come and bring them into the fold and help them, uh, get there, get their new supply lines and get them connected to each other. Uh, shepherding shepherding them in into the new future
1: yeah i could totally see that scott do you have any thoughts on this no not really sam any other thoughts yeah i'm just (laughs) (laughs) i
0: hate to be the uh utter pragmatist i'm just thinking about how that how much work that would be to reconcile if we want if we want the next Mass Effect game to be similar to the ones we've already played.
1: (laughs) Or releasing in our lifetime.
0: (laughs) Or or releasing in our lifetime. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Or EA makes any money off it at all.
1: Right, right. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's versions of this, I think, that could be a little bit easier to implement and not as complex. But I guess it comes down to it. I mean, it's a cool idea. It's you know, definitely games like this experiment with things like that, right? And it's not yes. beyond the scope of possibility.
0: No, not at all. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't be the first time that a Mass Effect surprised me. So yeah. Um, so that being said, I think we're, we're, we're even lo- likelier to see something in there that may, might be along the same vein, but was even better than we anticipated. So uh,
1: I'll hope for that. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Turbo. And I guess we're done with this topic. Nobody else has anything else on it. All right, let's move on. We've got one more, one more person. Then Sam and I both have ideas too, but uh, Magister.
4: Yeah. So uh, funnily enough, me and Turbo were definitely along the similar uh, wavelengths, uh, just a different side of the coin there. um, Because I'm also going from something uh, uh, Assassin's Creed related, but more so Assassin's Creed 3, as well as um, a little bit of Dragon Age Inquisition a bit. I would, I want Mass Effect to have a home base. I think the fact that we have, uh, that there is, um, everything's like kind of scattered. Everything is kind of like no one's connected together. So I think it would be really cool if they had something similar to the homestead in Assassin's Creed 3. Um, where they took place in a revolutionary war and they had a, um, the main character had a homestead that he would come back to and you would see people slowly come to that area, build their own lives, or you would go to an area and there's like um, a couple of hunters and they are like, we need a place to to set up our our shack. And it's like, okay, well, I have some land you can uh, do this. And I think it'd be really cool if once we go out to certain locations, Say for example, we find an Asari, um, Asari builder and they're like, <clears throat> they're in a Liar situation where they're being surrounded by people. You rescue them and they're like, I don't I, I have no idea what I'm gonna do with my from now on. And you're like, well, I have an area that's in need of a builder. And then you bring them along and then they become a part of the of your, like not necessarily a big branch of things, but they have their own little live-in moments in that area. And then you start recruiting, not necessarily recruiting, but coming across people who are in desperate need of a new location. And then they come along and join your home base and turn it from just a, uh, dilapidated place or a dilapidated planet or however big or small that you wanted to go and um add its own dynamics. You could have the uh the uh Krogan battlemaster that's teaching the, <laughs> the teenagers and kids how to defend themselves or <laughs> having um a a uh, volus uh merchant who's selling his wares at your location or ha- even having heck even having a Vorcha who's just randomly running around going crazy and people are like, oh there goes the crazy Vorcha having a good time again. <laughs> We know that nothing bad is happening, um, or, or, or any it, of the bands that we've made up in this podcast. The bands, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, even um, you can come across a justicar or something like that, and they and they Ooh. want to um, be the the law the loss uh, um, the new law in your area. Like I feel like that'd be so cool to have like uh, a grand scale inquisition um, high rise. Can't remember what the name of the castle was but have the have the um the community build of oh the homestead in Assassin's creed three
1: yeah i like the idea of community do you see it as being more on the surface of a planet or its own space station that slowly grows and collects more you know becomes the new citadel or you know something like that
4: I think more of a space station because you can keep things smaller and more truncated with that. And then you can have those moments where people are interacting with each other. Like the, like, like I said, the examples I provided, you have the Vorcha and the Krogan, um, having, a having an arm wrestling contest and the more loses an arm or whatever, like just having <laughs> those little moments of the, the community that you're building. Um, be becoming more.
1: It's yeah, the dumbest definitely... Vortia ever. <laughs> why would you get in an arm wrestling? F-
4: why would <laughs> they the carry four not even though they're the ones going to be blown up?
1: <laughs> 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 Sam, you were shaking your head. You were like, no.
0: I don't know. I, I have a lot of thoughts but some of them are tangential to my idea so I'll save
1: it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. Jen, did you have thoughts on this too? I see you were making faces.
2: I love the idea of like a central home base but i i'm trying to picture it because obviously we don't know what the game is going to be like so i mean if i have a ship like that's kind of my home base i think more along the lines of ship customization or a thing like that and but i do like the idea of gathering friends along the way and not everybody has to live with me on my ship yeah, what uh, if the ship so maybe what like if the a ship central goes, home planet? Yeah.
1: What if you meet somebody on a planet and you're like, hey, hey, refugees, you need a place. All right, get on my ship. And then you deliver them back to the space station. You introduce them to the rest of the people there. That unlocks cool new things you can do because of cool new connections or talents or whatever.
3: Turbo? Okay. Yeah, Turbo has thoughts too. It could always be like a mothership, like from Independence Day. Like the ship over uh, the White House is big, (laughs) but then the mothership is way big. (laughs) It's way bigger. Every every time you go back, the mothership comes behind. Like it's like you like you go to every galaxy. The mothership stops there. But if you want to go to a planet, you take your Normandy.
1: Right, right. Yeah, there's like your regular daily driver, and then you've got like you just have a space station I mean yeah yeah. I mean it could be a space station slash gigantic ship that can change locations right it doesn't have to it could
0: be a mobile mass relay
1: remember when we talked about that oh Oh, there there you go go. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that could be a thing man I like the community idea though I like I like the idea of uh, not being limited to just the people on your ship and mostly your companions this idea that like you could bring like, in fact, maybe your companion list is really flexible. Maybe there are characters that have more storylines and they have more of these like individual things going on. But you if you want to just bring like, you know, Jimmy, the shoemaker, you can if you want, like it's not going to open up like a loyalty quest or anything, but you can bring him with you. I don't know. Maybe that's too left field. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I mean you that's do a close.
0: little quest for jimmy and then you get
1: special boots right yeah 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 mad yes. loved, yeah
4: that's that's what i loved about um the 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 homestead in in ss creed 3 like there will just be little moments where it's just like otis oh, you are having a competition of sh- throwing shoe ho- horseshoes or stuff like that it's just like
1: yeah. You know, or Red Dead Red Dead Redemption uh, two. like you go back to the home base and everyone's having conversations or or maybe it's nighttime and they decide oh, to we'll have a little party and somebody starts playing music and they're dancing around the fire or, or whatever. Right. It, it gives you that feeling of like, OK, these are real people like this is this is what people do, um, you know, and they're like, arguing with each other and whatever.
4: Yeah. And the fact that the universe is scattered is like, OK, let's bring everyone back together again. Yeah. And, and build a community for the future.
1: Yeah, I like this. I think this is a cool idea. Any other thoughts on it? All right. Looks like we're done. Sam, do you want to share your thoughts or should I share my thoughts? flip a coin? Yeah, You can go first. I
0: don't know. Okay. It's All right. Um, so I was thinking that if we were going to pick a feature from a different game that Mass Effect should steal and then put in its next game, mm-hmm. I would love to see the next Mass Effect have a Bethesda-like loot slash inventory system where there's a lot of items and the armor is interchangeable. It's not just, you know, here's your one set of armor. You know, you can change out the parts of the armor, um, different weapons that you can equip. Maybe it's, it's free form enough so that if, if you wanted to have like a character who was dual wielding a sari swords that'd be dope um but yeah those kinds of things you know different items doesn't have to be as intensive as bethesda's clutter system is you know uh doesn't need to have a clutter system at all but i i think that would be pretty cool and it would kind of go back to the rpg roots of mass effect one mass effect one's inventory system was an inventory system but there was a lot of junk through there and it wasn't as It wasn't as like intricate as I think it should have been, but it was also just a lot of copy paste.
1: Yeah. Uh, Also, I I mean, you bring this up in a game like Fallout, there's like very special weapons. There's a lot of variety, even almost every weapon could be slightly modified different from any other weapon that you've picked up. So there's a lot of like, okay, what's this? Is it as good as what I have? I'm going to use it. You don't do that as much in Mass Effect. It's like, this is this is the gun I'm using until I find the better version of this gun, because I just like the way this works.
0: Andromeda was bitter about that, uh, I'll say. However, I think I think the really big thing that hindered Andromeda's whole inventory upgrade craft system was the UI. That UI was not very good. Mm. (laughs) It was just not user friendly. And it was like, okay, what what do I have unlocked? What don't I have unlocked? What do I need to do that? And you know what? Never mind.
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so what do the rest of you think about this an expanded inventory system more different types of weapons and armor and or more intricately differentiated maybe that's the best way to say that
2: sam just wants this because he's a loot goblin
1: (laughs) i knew you were gonna say that and yes
2: i am a loot goblin it's until
1: i die i love games where you get Uh, lots of loot i think that's fun
2: it is fun, uh, but I I agree that it would be more fun to be able I, like I like making money. Uh, I think that's the part that feeds into my loot goblinry is because I need to loot the things in order to make the money to buy the things that I really want. <laughs> you just verbified rather-
1: loot goblin <laughs> loot goblin goblinry. No, is that a adverb? Adverb? I don't know language. I don't know words. You ter- you change it from one I- type of <laughs> language to another
2: i i like doing that i can wordify a lot of different words to word what i need them to word
1: no that was good that was cool i think we should use that in the future we should hold on to that one (laughs) sorry i interrupted Uh, you i was i thought no uh
2: so hopefully we do have more money making ability in the next game um through picking up a lot more loot yeah
0: that could work what about the rest? And of on that note, oh. bring back vendors for us to buy actually worthwhile stuff from, you know, like not just here are the items that exist in the world, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So and and you may have to buy this set of armor from this vendor. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Scott. Go ahead. You know,
5: I think that's a good point, because one of the things that I think we know about mass effect is that people play it more than once. Right. And one of the things that brings us back is that you can play it again and again and again and again, and have a different experience and being able to play it different ways because you can use different weapons and you can use different armor um, and try it out and go, man, I didn't know this was so, you know, badass, or I didn't know tech armor was so cool or, you know, whatever it is. And so, having more flexibility to be able to say okay i'm going to use submachine guns this time and i can loot this one from this guy over here and it's like an unlockable like when you get that um crazy pistol in the citadel dlc you know that you can't get anywhere else and so i feel like that would be a whole really cool element to keep people playing over and over and over again and you know if bioware wants us to get into a game and to stay into mass effect so that we'll wait for whatever else comes out years down the line. I think that's a good system to have because it makes me want to play it again. Cause then I'll say, okay, what can I, how can I make it different even though I'm still going through something I've played before?
1: Yeah. I, it works for me. I like, I mean, I part of my enjoyment of games is n- the newness of things. And if I can play through a second time and a lot of it still feels new like I'm coming across gear I've never seen before. I'm realizing that like if I engage with this conversation differently, it opens up a whole nother set of things. That's what gets me playing a second time. If it if I feel like I'm going to be spending all of that time to play through the same experience I already had before, I'm not going to it's not going to get a second playthrough for me because I just I just don't have that attention span for doing the same thing over and over again. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm totally on the same page with you when it comes to loot and gear and all that kind of thing. Alright. Anyone else have any thoughts? Magister, any thoughts on gear?
4: Sure. I, I think it would just be cool if we had more unique gear, definitely. Especially stuff more like uh oblivion esque where there's like certain like um that one uh ice like sword or the different different more unique variety of weapons. Like I think the most um memorable weapon for me for what's mass effect one where you find that uh hand cannon and like at the beginning of the game and that that gun suckles me throughout the whole thing because i thought it was like oh it's cool so cool it's a cannon gun so just having more like ver- a variety of weapons or having like sam was saying an a sword like that would be dope i would straight up be biotic dotting it all over the place with slashing people up so what if like every
1: boss you beat even on the side quests, dropped something unique be whether it's a weapon yeah. or a piece of armor or something right and then that gives you even more reason to do all of the side quests and maybe do them in a certain order once you are familiar with the game and you go okay well i'm going to do this side quest first because i can get this gear and then i'm going to go over here i mean that's how people play games like skyrim they're like oh, i'm going to go do this in order to get this stuff so i can use that in my playthrough because i want to do other things with it um that would be really cool
0: yeah i mean at this point like I also love that idea completely, uh, but I also think at this point we'd be changing the entire loot economy system of, of Mass Effect <laughs> to this point. I mean, yeah. not that it hasn't been done uh, Day they Late here and chat br- brings up that there's a lot of what we've brought up that was in Andromeda, but yeah,
1: like I said, um, Andromeda was just not there for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think it's a cool idea. All right. You ready for my idea? It's kind of tangentially weird, I guess. So my brain went through a few different possibilities. And then I was like, "Okay, what would be one that you would never expect but is super cool? Remember the Shadow of Mordor game? The Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War. Remember the Nemesis system that never showed up in any game series ever after that? Except for maybe like one or two little minor games. Wouldn't that be nuts? If you're playing through the game and not key story people, but let's say you're fighting through a bunch of uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe some geth were reprogrammed or something on this planet You got to take them out because they're a hazard and you're fighting through them and there's a mini boss geth in the in the path of this mission and you blow up its head right and you move on and then Five missions later, you're fighting Geth on another planet somewhere. It turns out that somebody put that Geth back together, gave him a brand new head, and now he's got a vendetta. Or maybe you're just traveling from one place to another, exploring planets, and you get this random encounter from some other ship, or maybe you're on the surface of a planet, and it's that Geth that you killed who's come back and he's upgraded and he's ready to take you down because he's got a vendetta after you. And it doesn't just have to be Geth, it could be like, you know, like this evil, you know, whoever. Elcor. Yeah, this Elcor's really <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> and and now he's got like a robotic arm because he blew his arm off and he's like coming to, you know, I don't know, get you or whatever. <laughs> can, it you, really can you imagine this? Never these? should have come here.
2: <laughs> but oh. it could be anything, what right? When you were saying the gas that popped in my head, a shepherd commander, this unit wants your soul. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be so different depending on the kind of
1: uh, race or the kind of creature or whatever that you was coming back to get you. Um, and you could make it tie in to the way they talk what their motivation is the way that they patch themselves back together and stay alive Could be very distinct for each of the you know the races obviously a geth you might you know rebuild it But if it's a biological creature, there's something else that's gonna go on or they use metagel And now they've got like scars and wounds kind of like when Shepard was you know It looks all scarred up like what do you what do you think am I crazy about this one?
0: No, I think, I think this one would be amazing. Uh, it would be pretty great because you could, like you mentioned, tie it in role-play wise, uh, and
1: you'd have different nemeses every time, right? Yeah. Assuming you played differently, but I don't know. Right, right. And, I mean, you could expand it even further. What if some of the people that you, let's say you've got like that community system, right, where you have different people, what if some of them don't get their way and they leave the community, and now they've got it out for you? And so they're gonna hunt you down in some future mission because you didn't give them you didn't side with them on the the, You know fight they had with their neighbor or whatever or what if and like Baldur's Gate-esque You've got companions, but they don't don't get along and you've been keeping two people in your party too long that don't get along And one of you decides screw you guys. I'm done with this mission I'm out in fact I'm now against what you're doing and now they're they're a nemesis and you come across them in the future part of the game and so that adds more Replayability and variety to our stories, right? Like it's one thing to be like, well, who lived through Mass Effect 2? Who did you romance? How did did you see the things that play out if you this happens? But that totally opens up a completely different Like field of options if they can completely flip to the other side and be against you I mean, what what if what if it's as simple as the renegade Paragon system and if you go too far in one of those directions, there's certain people that just will not work with you anymore And so because they are hard renegade or hard paragon in the other in the other way. And then that turns into like a nemesis system. And then they start trying to thwart whatever you're doing when they started out as your friend. But by the end of the game, they're one of your main enemies and you got to deal with them later in the game.
0: Yeah, that'd be wild to have to kill one of your squad mates. Yeah. Or former squad mates.
1: Or somebody that you romance. And then later on, you have to make a decision and it and it doesn't work out. And not only did it not work out like. They are now against you and they're going to do everything.
0: Maybe you reject them. Maybe you
1: reject them. That's. It breaks their heart. <laughs> they are they're they're going to take off your head. Yeah. Yep. All right. Any other thoughts on this, you guys? I've done a lot of talking on this one. What the magister? What do you think?
4: I, I love the idea. I think, um, I think it's already, we've already had a seeds planted from it from Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2 really did this a lot with like Jack and Miranda, uh, Legion and, um, Tally, like having those moments where like you have to choose a side or if you're renegade uh, or, uh, Paragon enough, skipping past those, but definitely having one of those moments. Like I can imagine like you siding against, uh, like a Krogan Battlemaster and the fact that they have such like, regenerative capabilities you think you killed them on the planet yeah but later he's like missing an eye but he's right there raring to go again and he's I even
1: he's was, even more pissed off and he's oh, brought just, extra buddies with him to take you down or whatever
4: yeah that'd be, i think that would be so such i can already see the 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 getting into each other's faces and then like i'm sorry you have to leave and then he comes back later like i remember me yeah right.
1: yeah totally totally I think, I, I'm, I'm hyped. I, it, my headcanon is now that this is in the next Mass Effect game and it's going to be amazing. And then I'm going to be very disappointed when it's not.
0: You and half the other Twitter <laughs> fan base, uh, Mass Effect fan base, can be completely oh, wait, disappointed no wait, matter what happens. Is
1: this, is this a thing that people do where they just make up expectations and then they're just really pissed off when the expectations oh, don't... Oh, yes. Oh, is that, is that a thing? Is that the <laughs> thing that the internet does? Oh, I guess it is. <laughs> Uh, especially,
0: uh, I'm not going to go with too much into it, but yeah, especially I think people who watch enough of the theory videos mm-hmm. because then they get they've watched it for so long and they understand intellectually that it's a theory, but maybe emotionally they get attached to it and then it doesn't happen. And then, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, there's yes. Um, yeah, I mean we've done we do a, a lore cast, I've do multiple lore casts, and that is absolutely a thing where people are like they'll get upset with you for like presenting information that goes against their headcanon because they've just believed something for so long on the on their own, they don't even remember why they believe it. And they're like, Well, that's not right and it's like, Well, this is I mean, I pulled up pulled up the evidence. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> like, here you go. So all right. Well, I think that's going to do it. These are our ideas, and hopefully they all make it into the next Mass Effect game, or at least, the I don't know, the ones that make sense. Um, We've got to wrap this up. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for being here, patrons, and chat. And let's go back through everybody, and feel free to shout out anything else you've got going on, or just say, hey, thanks for being here and all that stuff. Uh, Jen, why don't you start us off?
2: yeah i have two shows that are part of the robots radio network two girls one ship that talks all about video game romances and the cyberpunk lore cast where we talk everything cyberpunk
1: nice short and sweet yeah go check out jen stuff thanks for being here scott what do you got going on
5: just getting ready for the holidays
1: yeah yeah i feel that
4: absolutely well thanks for joining us magister I uh, got nothing right now, but I am uh, working on a few projects that I think might come up, come up something in the next couple of months. Uh, but feel free to contact me, the DeVita on uh, the Patreon, as well as the Discord. You want to talk about different things? It's cool to go. I'm current obsession is cyberpunk. So um, feel free to, if you want to ha- have any conversations about that, definitely you got
1: Very cool, man. Thanks for joining us again. And then Turbo, wrapping it up.
3: I have nothing going on. Like <laughs> always.
1: <laughs> but you're you're here and that's what counts. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. Uh, Sam, you got anything going on you want to share? Yeah, I'm streaming the end of Mass Effect One
0: tomorrow, so so it'll, it'll be before I, I guess this publishes. So if you're watching live stream, uh, but I am streaming the end of Mass Effect One, and then going to go into Mass Effect Two with my quote unquote personal canon playthrough. Uh, since we were just talking about head cannons, mm-hmm. um, that one I am replicating all of what I originally chose, or at least as best as I can remember. Um, and I also have that that uh, the episode of the avengers audio drama is now up um so if you look that up you should find it no problem i think it's up on youtube right um and genesis also played one of the voices
1: so oh, cool very cool yeah go check that out uh i'm doing a charity thing this weekend um lotus my co-host on the elder scrolls lore cast uh and some of his community his his co-host on tales of tamriel arknir uh he and arc have been I guess he's now 10, 11 years into this uh, doing a charity stream like where he stays up 24 hours and then passes off the stream over the weekend in order to raise money. We're raising money for uh, the Boston Children's Hospital, I believe. And I will be he's starting it off this weekend. I, most of you will miss this because this will go up after that. But I will be streaming on Sunday and playing some games and things. So if you'd like to donate to that, the the, the link is actually currently in the chat because I pre-set it up for this weekend. Uh, but uh, we would appreciate that. And um, of course, if you were interested in any other other Shows or whatever robotsradio.net that's the place to go and you can check out all sorts of cool stuff Thank you for being here everybody. We'll see you next week with another regular episode and until then I don't know Keep on coming up with crazy fun ideas for things that you want in future video games And then sending them out into the world and seeing if they actually become a thing because you never know who's listening So (laughs) fingers crossed. All right. We'll see you next time Thanks for tuning in to the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to hear your opinion and thoughts on the lore of Mass Effect. Reach out to us on Twitter at Mass Effect Cast, or check out the Robots Radio Discord. Also, you can send us an email at Mass Effect Lorecast at gmail.com.
3: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently.